Welcome to the Teams with Edge podcast with me, your host, Ashley Livingstone. I'm an entrepreneur, leader, community member, and at the end of the day, I'm a human being who loves to learn, be creative, who admittedly makes mistakes, and who's on a mission to bring more joy and engagement to my life and my clients' lives. Over the past 18 years in my career, I've encountered various leaders and teams, some that have thrived and others that have been, well, toxic. And I've realized this is actually not unique to me. In fact, we've all been there. This show is my way of helping leaders who desire ease with their teams, who know there's a better way to lead than the traditional forms of leadership from our parents' generation, and who know that leadership is not gained through following a template. This show will offer you insights and interviews with various like-minded leaders who are all inspiring their teams having those uncomfortable conversations, investing in development, and building a culture of gratitude and value, making an impact. My goal with this show is to motivate you to think about the type of leader you most desire becoming and inspire you to connect, engage, and develop your teams today. Ultimately, showing up for them so they show up for you. Building intentional, conscious leadership. We can do this. All right, let's go. Welcome to episode three of Teams with Edge. Today's episode is all about leading by example. Now, our very first episode, I spoke about how you as a leader set the tone for the organization. And today, I want to talk about how you practicing self-care and boundaries can actually transform your team. So I hear so many times about leaders who are bragging about working 24-7, never getting enough sleep, constantly rescuing their team, having to, you know, pull in extra shifts um, and really doing what needs to be done um, to make their business go. And, And I think there's a bit of that spirit of entrepreneurship um, that sometimes gets lit up for leaders, especially small business owners who really have started their business from, you know, maybe even from their homes. And they just have such pride of ownership over their business and they want so much for it to succeed. But The challenge comes when you start to never let anything go. You don't delegate um, to others, especially those that you've hired or you've outsourced um, to, to help you with that. You know you need the help. You hire the people, but then we don't actually release control. Um, you know deep down that you need to sleep, 
Sleep has so many great benefits for yourself and for your body and for your mind and for rest. Um, You know you need it, but you're not making it a priority. You've heard on and on about, you know, less screen time. Don't take your cell phone to bed with you. Leave it in another room. Um, don't have the screens on 30 minutes to an hour before you go to bed to help your mind shut off. We know all of these tips. We've heard them. I've heard them. I've heard them a lot. I've read books about it. I've heard other people podcast about it. I've, you know, we've heard it. We know what we need to do. But why do so many leaders not implement what they need to implement? to create bound healthy boundaries for themselves. And I, I, it's a legitimate question. I don't know the answer. I don't know why. Um, other than you're approaching your business with a scarcity lack mindset, and you think that if you let up for one second, it's all going to come crashing down. And you really need to ask yourself if that's true. Is it If you delegate, is it all going to come crashing down? Probably not. If you go to bed at a reasonable time and you don't reply to that email, is the world going to end? Probably not. And if it is, then your job is very important. But really thinking about how you invest in your self-care and how you set boundaries, what that's actually teaching those you work with. And, you know, being able to truly shut off and have those working hours where you expect your team to reply to you. And if you are sending emails outside of those working hours, what are you telling your team? Do they need to reply to you? Is it overwhelming for them to wake up the next morning and have 10 emails from you in their inbox of all these things that you've been thinking about that they now need to do, right? That also creates the culture where your team now, instead of waking up first thing in the morning and seeing all of these emails, they are checking their emails all night so that they can be prepared for what's going to happen the next day. But if you can really set some boundaries as to when you are sending emails, when you are replying to emails, what truly needs a response, right? And using other techniques and tools rather than just emails. I I know that there are so many other solutions out there. Um, I love using Voxer. I use some online uh, project management tools like monday.com that I really enjoy using and my team can follow along and we can add and we can we can really collaborate that way. And it is not an onslaught of emails with every thought I have going into their inbox. I am giving them the time to build it into their calendar. I am being conscientious of of their work schedule and their boundaries. Um, And I have boundaries of my own. 
So I think that as leaders, we need to really take a look at, you know, how are we spending our time? And what do we want our employees or those that we are outsourcing, um, who we feel responsible for, how do we want them to spend their time? And, you know, valuing them, again, as a whole person, seeing them as a whole person and understanding that they are not working 24-7 for us, nor should they. We should be encouraging our teams to build in time for a stretch break or to go for a walk, to have some lunch. But when we as a leader set back-to-back-to-back meetings with no time in between and we are running ourselves ragged, what we're teaching our team is that that's the way it should be done, that that's the expectation. Right? But when we can be unavailable for 15 minutes because we're grabbing a coffee and get, and fueling our bodies with some food, then we're teaching them to do the same. When we are gone over lunch hour and we're again fueling ourselves, giving ourselves a break, maybe we're doing yoga and just resetting before we approach our afternoon meetings and the and the work we have scheduled we are teaching them to do the same thing when you as a leader are off on vacation and you are checking your emails constantly sending emails on vacation you will find that your team will do the same thing I've spoken with so many people, and maybe this rings true in your organization or you've had this experience where you, it's not even worth going on vacation because the amount of work that you have to do that leads up to vacation to be ready to go offline. And then the week goes by, maybe it's two weeks, maybe it's only four days, But where you are not checking email and then you come back, I don't know about all of you, but I know I have fully been guilty of needing to come back from vacation and I will spend a day, usually before my work begins again, I'll spend the day before going back to work just trying to empty my emails and sort through them all. And... For me, it's just all of the downtime I have created on vacation comes rushing back. And this either happens for a couple of reasons. Either I haven't delegated effectively enough. I didn't communicate to my clients or anyone that I would not be replying to emails Or save your email until this date when I get back. Um, I once heard of someone who said in their out of office that they are on vacation and any emails received while they are on vacation would be deleted and that if you need something from them to follow up when they are back in the office or return from vacation. I think that that is brilliant. That is a great boundary that they have set and they 
implement. And it also goes to show your team that you're off on vacation. You are not checking emails. They will be okay without you for a week or two weeks. Maybe it's four weeks that they will be okay. And then when it's their turn to be on vacation, don't send them a ton of work to do when they return. Be respectful of that. If you, another little hack that I sometimes use with my team, because I am an early riser and I like to start to sort out my day and my work hours are a little bit different, I will write emails or I will assign um, tasks, but I will delay the delivery until an appropriate hour when I know my team is at their computer. And I can, there are tools to do that. So if you want to work and do that, use a tip like that where you are not actually sending it out until an appropriate time. And that also is helpful for your clients and those you deal with as well, that if they can't reach you, you shouldn't be reaching them, right? If you don't work on weekends, if your office hours are not over the weekend, then don't send emails over the weekend. Don't reply to emails over the weekend. And really just treat yourself, show up for yourself the way you want your team to show up for themselves and ultimately you. I often think about that a lot when it comes to even parenting. I tell myself this often when I'm, you know, trying to figure out how I'm going to react to a certain situation or how I'm going to put myself out there in the world, how I'm going to show up and how I'm going to talk to myself, how I'm going to speak to others and I, I often go back to, I am going to show up for myself the way that I hope my son someday shows up for himself or the way I most desire him to feel free to show up for himself. And as leaders, you know, you know, it's not the same as parenting. No, we don't have this fierce, um, you know, love like we do for a child. But there are so many similarities. And just like parenting, you need to lead by example. Show your team what is expected. And think about how are you showing them now? What is the culture like? Is everyone exhausted? Are, is your team dealing with burnout? I've heard this word a lot lately. You know, again, I am recording this April 2021. And, you know, where I live, we've actually just been put back into a lockdown situation again. And I've heard twice today from two different teams, the word burnout. Why are people burning out? What grace are we not giving our teams as leaders? Where can we be more flexible? Where can we lead by example by showing them to move their bodies, to get the sleep that they need, to invest in themselves, fuel themselves, 
because we need as leaders to be doing the same thing. And again, like parenting, you know, they talk about putting your oxygen mask on first. Well, in leadership, you need to do the same thing. You have to stop rescuing your team and taking on their work, but giving them the tools to do it themselves by giving yourself the grace and investing in yourself and fueling yourself first. So fill your cup, fill your soul, give yourself the time in between meetings and, and really act and behave the way that you want your team to behave. Treat yourself the way you want your team members to treat themselves. And if everyone starts treating themselves with respect and grace and are showing up as their best selves because they've been given the opportunity to do that, productivity is going to go through the roof. People are going to be working harder more efficiently. They're going to be fueled when they show up for work. And by show up for work, I mean whether that's turning on the computer in their home office or physically showing up at work. Set the culture of taking care of yourself. Let that be the legacy that you you pass on to your team, leading them to success in all aspects of their life. And let's remember, work is just one piece of our life puzzle. It's an important piece. We need it. Right? Many of us love what we do. I, I would love for more people to enjoy the work that they do. And I think that one of the missing components is just that that self-development, the piece where people feel free to take their lunch, to go for a walk, to get some fresh air, to do a 15-minute yoga in the middle of the day, to go to bed without a pile of emails hanging over their heads or worrying about what emails are going to come before they even open their eyes in the morning. To feel free and excited about vacation. That they get to take it. That after a long weekend, that short week isn't just a hustle week. That the space has been created and they get to truly enjoy what they're doing. And for you as a leader, to not have to hustle and rescue and burn both ends of the candle. There is a better way. And by investing some time into yourself and how you want to feel and setting those boundaries for yourself and following through on them, I think that you will see it transform your team because they will follow your lead. They want to follow your lead. 
I don't think anyone ever wants to define themselves as a workaholic or someone who hates that they can't take vacation or complains about, you know, having tons of emails. Nobody sets out as a little kid to have a job that you hate because it's nonstop all the time. You, your team will be better with some proactive planning instead of being reactive because they're always behind because they were never given the opportunity to catch up and refuel. So for all of my leaders listening, take, think about what small action can you build in to your day that gives you some space What can you delegate? What can you change that may create some better boundaries for yourself and ultimately your team? I would love to hear from you. What was, what's the one thing that you can implement? What's that small action that you can take to really make a difference and, and change the way that you're leading Um, your team today. So reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Instagram uh, at Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E dot Livingstone. And let me know what has been one key takeaway from this, this episode that you can easily implement. And it doesn't have to be hard. We can make things easy. Thanks for listening and I look forward to speaking with you all soon.